0: In today's episode, I have the amazing Kevin Crenshaw here with me, AKA the heart guy. And Kevin is actually a good friend of mine, someone who I've known for the last, I don't know, maybe six years. We actually met back in the day when we both did our fitness business and network marketing, and we've both grown and evolved so much. It literally feels like a lifetimes ago. So I'm really excited to have Kevin on the show. He is just doing incredible work in the world, helping people connect deeply to themselves, heal trauma, heal their relationships, heal codependency, really tap into their heart and self-love. And the stuff that we go deep into in this episode is really incredibly transformative it was incredibly um expansive for me and i know that it will be for you as well and i want to invite you to um make sure that you check out the show notes so that you know where to connect with kevin after the show and also so that you can check out the stuff that he has coming up and going on you'll hear us talking about some of that in the episode um and yeah, you're going to get a lot out of it. So without further ado, let's welcome Kevin onto the show. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live about their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Welcome Kevin. I'm so pumped to have you on the show. It's been a long time coming. We haven't had a jam session and a hot minute for our for our audiences and Two I'm excited years. to have you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. excited to be here. Thank you so much. You've been on quite the journey. Um, for those listening, I met Kevin literally, I think it was like 6 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um or something like that when we were both beach body coaches and it's funny I literally I remember watching some of your youtube videos one t- one day i don't know if i told you this maybe i did i don't know i remember watching like some of your youtube videos and then not that long after you reached out to me or we connected somehow on facebook mm-hmm. and we just started like jamming out on the beach body stuff <laughs> and have become friends and we've seen each other's journey and you know Evolutions. evolution <laughs> and over. Uh, dark night of the soul <laughs> <you have> <laughs> I feel like we 've been through quite the ringer and now you 're here in Austin and we recently reconnected which is super cool and I just love seeing everything that you are doing and sharing and how much you 've grown and it 's just so cool and i 'm really just i 'm excited to to open up a conversation and and have you here. So thank you again.
1: Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) it. It has been a journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I I would love for you to open up a little bit about that. I like Mm -hmm. to have people share their becoming, as I was just mentioning before I hit record, of the entrepreneurial journey. A lot of people listening to this are at different stages of their business, whether they're just starting out or they're shifting directions or whatever. And yeah. So what really let's let's get to where you are now. Like what led you to becoming the heart guy and shifting out of your fitness realm into what you're doing now? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I, 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 as I'm sitting on this, I'm like, I can't necessarily share just my entrepreneurial history without totally. sharing my entire life history because <laughs> you are your business, and mm-hmm. it's all interconnected. Um, and on that, you know, I, I was in the fitness industry um, You you know is doing group fitness and crushing it at that. You a wait were it on my wait list at, at Equinox, like it was amazing, and I gave it everything that I had. And even though I was in fitness doing personal training, group fitness, online fitness coach uh, after I left Beachbody, but you know before that was Beachbody, I was invested, and somewhere in my soul, I knew it wasn't forever. I knew deep down it wasn't forever, but I didn't know what the next thing was. So I was like, fuck it, I'm here. Let's just give it everything I got. And it felt good to do that. And then this this thud kept happening in my life to leave. And I couldn't fucking ignore it. (laughs) And And it was like, well, this fitness gave me, in a way, my life back. Um, mm. As many people that fall into fitness, it, it, I can it helps, sure. it saves you in a lot of ways. And so I was like, well, what if, what, who am I without this? Mm. What, what happens when I let this go? And it was really scary to do that. But I said, you know what? Fuck it. And I jumped off the, the into the unknown and went on this nomadic journey for about a year uh, of self-discovery. And when it finally came down to it, cause I burnt through my money, I was like, I need to make money. I don't want to do fitness again. I could. That'd be an easy way to make money. But what's my soul asking? And I was for a few weeks like getting feedback from other people and I forgot, still forgot who said it, but somebody's like, oh, so you're like the heart guy. (laughs) And I was like, that's good branding. (laughs) But for real, everything that I was talking about was either passion or love or human connection and relationships, intermasculine, feminine dynamics, all of that. And even when I was in fitness, I never read a book about fitness or nutrition. Mm. I was always reading about human dynamics, uh, relational dynamics, I mean, and the psychology behind love because of my own heartbreak and my own hurts of the past. You know, my mm. ex fiance leaving me and it was suicidal afterwards. And the first three relationships I was in cheated on me. So I was rocked with like, who am I? What, what's the pattern here? Oh, fuck, maybe it's me. Realized I was codependent and decided to do the work on myself but when it really hit me was when a co-worker came to me this is when i was still doing fitness and said um i'm struggling i see you reading these books Can i take you out to dinner share opened his heart vulnerably sharing about his marriage and how they were having problems i don't even remember what i said i mm-hmm. was just like yeah learn this thing in the book and you should try this and hey it's not that big of a deal like do this thing he came back to me a, a few weeks later it was like you saved my marriage like i implemented all that shit and we're better than now than ever Uh, And just so much gratitude. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm good at this. Maybe I could do this. And it took me a while to sell myself on the idea that I could be a love coach and not be in a relationship. Mm. Um, And then once I did launch the heart guy, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, oh, I could build your website. I could help you with fitness. I could help you do energy healings. I could help you with this, I could help you with, and that was literally on my uh, launching website because I didn't know wow. what the thing was or I was scared to just go all in. Mm. Uh, and I started, and then I was falling into a depression because fitness and, and group fitness specifically gave me a voice and a platform to show up daily. I mm-hmm. had to show up every single day and, and show up for a group of people and that lit me up even though sometimes it depleted me it lit me up yeah uh, that feeling of like almost being needed and and calling forth your genius mm-hmm. i missed it and i was like i gotta have a platform again so i launched a daily podcast um literally got the idea the next day was the first episode and it was like fuck it i'm doing daily because wow. i need a daily platform um and i didn't even know what i was going to be talking about that was literally for episode number one like thanks for joining I don't know what the hell this is going to be. And at that time, that was the old days of Instagram. So I had, you know, a 50K on, on IG for my fitness account. And so I had a pretty engaged audience and was letting them know that I was transitioning. So I did have a one-up and having a platform. And um, episode, I think four, it was, it's still up, by the way. Do you still was, do a um,
0: daily podcasts or no? No, okay. it's
1: not daily. No, I did yeah. almost a year of that though. Whoa, um, that's wild. Yeah. yeah, it was um, on masculine feminine energy. And I got bombarded with questions and I was like, fuck it, let's roll in this direction. And I was like, well, well I'm not a, I'm not a dating coach. I'm not a pickup artist. I'm not mm-hmm. a, like, I was like, what is it th-? I had to sit down with myself and go, what have you done? What's an in integrity? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know how to heal through breakups and really let it go. And I'm working on healing my codependency. And I know a lot in that area do that. And so that's when I launched my breakup recovery course. That's when I launched true love accelerator. And then it just took off from there doing live events, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And it blossomed into this thriving business on the outside. Mm -hmm. I had getting the following, getting the clients, over 200 people have done my course, like crazy intense testimonials, people getting tattoos because of their transformations with my work, even from my free courses. And then I had a near death experience on plant medicine.
0: Oh, I remember you kind of told me a little about that. And uh, I, I overdosed for sure.
1: Um, was $110,000 in debt, and just rocked. I recognized my codependency was still showing up. It was showing up in my business. I was saying yes to things that wasn't really wise financially. I was mm. over delivering, but sacrificing myself constantly. And um, even though I was celibate for the three years, wow. I I shifted it my my codependent patterns in relationships um, for, to business. So it taught me a lot and I had, fell on my ass and I had to check my integrity and go, I promised these people I'd pay them back. So fuck it, I'm paying them back. Even though there was an eviction notice on my door for $7,000 or quit in three days, my business coach threatening to sue me because I was late on a payment by a few days. Wow. Um, and like all all this pressure, I was like, this is where I step up. This is where I make it happen. And when I was at depleted, I was depleted. I found it within me to show the fuck up and make it happen somehow. Mm. And that was God, that was something came through me that was just a fucking animal. That was like, I don't give a fuck what happens, I'm paying this money back on time. And I did. And then at the end of it, I was just so wrecked and rocked and that's when I had my near death afterwards. And so for the past year and a half, almost two years now, I'm looking back on this season in my business and it's been integration in my Mm. life. I made in just enough to coast. I went, I was nomadic during uh, 2020 and, and COVID and everything. Wow. Um, and I would make just enough, somehow got the money together. You know, I launched my mastermind and then I just kind of sat back from everything else. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't have to hustle. Holy fuck. And I was like traumatized. Right. Mm. and giving my body a rest because it went through so much with caffeine addiction before the near death and the near death. And after that, I had crazy IBS and gut problems. And wow. I now know the correlation from your gut health to your mental health mm. because I was definitely going through it mentally. Um, and it was it was tough, but I, somehow I still showed up. Somehow people still like love my content. Um, you know, I went through a breakup at that time as well. If part of my uh, audience lot, like lashing out on me saying that I'm a narcissist uh, she twisted the story so I had to deal with that <laughs> yeah um, and it helped you know I'm grateful for it all because it helped me get to the moment that I'm at now where I know myself so much more and I've shifted into my true really who I am yeah. anything that is not me or was not me was the Kevin that I thought I needed to be in order to get attention and love mm. just fucking shattered and I let it go because the group fitness, Kevin. You know, I was a shy nerd kid, got picked up, on got picked on, bullied, all the things. Mm-hmm. I jumped into fit group fitness, still shy, and so I found my voice and my confidence on stage. In I front can of so
0: people. relate, yeah.
1: Right, and, and then working with Tony Robbins for five years, and like all of those things, I amplified that crazy hype energy is a good mm-hmm. thing, and I get love and attention for it. So that's got why I was it. always on caffeine. That's why I was like always. I needed to be that guy. Wow. I couldn't be this guy because I thought that that wasn't enough.
0: Mm, well. And I'm
1: learning that this is enough and is actually more in resonance and more potent than that other guy. That other guy serves me and I let him out when needed.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: you know, it's, that's the inner work. So anyway, I don't know if that answers your question. I mean,
0: no, <laughs> I have so many other like, like ways that I want to go with all of that. Thank you for sharing. That is quite the journey and experience over the last few years. And mm-hmm. I well, one thing ahead. that I
1: want to add is is just to fl- fully so you all get the context of my entrepreneurial bit, journey. I had a team of twelve people, and when it, this was beginning of twenty twenty one, and everybody but one person left in a span of a month. Wow! So think about momentum's going, gr- things are happening, and then all of a sudden, pff, and then break up, and then got flare ups. Uh, another dark night of the soul, if, if maybe that was God. You're not going in the right direction. Of course, wow. Correct. And um, so, you know, I've had the build-up, tear-down, build-up, tear-down multiple times. Um, Which can also be
0: a pattern now. in and of itself, too.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and recognizing, my, you know, how I show up in leadership and, and refining that process and what i do is also changing i'm working more with the elements now i'm working more as a trauma-informed i'm you know especially after my near death i really started studying the science of transformation Mm. not just the psychological stuff because that is important and studying the biological you know that's why i created my challenge that i have it's a water fast dopamine fast shadow work journey because changing your your biology is, is actually how you make lasting change you give yourself a new experience
0: Mm-hmm. You're
1: able to free yourself from a pattern. You you fuck with your story in your head. You're like, wait a second, I could mm-hmm. I could do that. L- love could be like that. I can make money mm-hmm. like that. And then yeah. you you know anyway.
0: It's like you challenge an old identity too, and your whole belief structure.
1: So and everything. Yeah. So I'm still in transition. It's going more towards. Um, unconditional love and embodying that for yourself, for relationships, for your business, with yeah. uh, how you move through the earth, your relationship with God and, and having magic and miracles happen around you.
0: Yeah, well, you could relate it to gifts, everything. all
1: of that. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: So when you were going through that, like, dark night of the soul with everything, like, shit hit in the fan after you were experiencing, like, you know, success in your business, mm. what were some things that you did to help yourself get out of that. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced mm. their own kind of darkness. the soul. I had one a couple of years ago during a breakup as well. I couldn't even get out of fucking bed, but I'm curious, like, what were some things, because I'm sure it didn't happen overnight, but what were some things that helped you get out of it? Like maybe towards the, I don't know, end of that period that gave you hope that helped you keep going
1: um, I was able to, to risk it all, meaning I cut my lease in my apartment that I manifested that I loved mm. to move to nature with my best friend to have some solace because I was mm. in Santa Monica, so like it was, you know, I needed I needed a different energy. Um, I was able to let it go. I was able to let go of who I thought I I it was to mm. shift into the new. So I, that which um, takes
0: a lot of bravery.
1: Yeah, especially after you grind your face off to get the place and then, oh, now I'm going to let it go. Mm. Um, That was a lesson. Uh, It was that I was psychotic for a month afterwards, um, hearing voices, struggling with reality. And I brought myself to a graveyard. Now, I don't recommend everybody do this. (laughs) Um, You know, if you're in deep depression, probably you don't want to. Uh, Somehow I got guided to and um, piece of paper and a pen three hours and just sobbed my eyes out. I was like, the things that I'm stressing about don't mean shit. Mm. And I had this huge shift of like seeing people's lives and how, whether they were stressing about things to the grave that don't really matter. And they, what they would say to me, maybe it was all in my head or maybe it was real, but I was just, so that was the switch moment. It didn't, you know, help me instantaneously, but that was the pivot in my mind that I needed to be like, okay, the things that I'm stressing about, like paying these people back on time or mm-hmm. um, what does this person think of me or all the perfectionism shit or, or whatever. I was like, no, that fucking matters. I just want to be free. Mm. More importantly, I want to be free from to be whoever I want to be. And in order to be whoever I want to be, I have to lose whoever I think I am mm. to then choose whoever I want to be in the present moment. So I'm nothing and I'm everything. And your mind can't fucking comprehend that, but that's the truth of your heart. And that was my initiation into that process, and that really helped me. So it was that it was um, really paying, like healing my adrenals, um, healing my gut, because that was you know paying attention to the physical body. I wasn't just mindset. I got a lot of rest. I got um, you know I did a lot of like check-ins, stool samples, fucking all of it to to check my shit literally, so I could get to the point to the source of what it was, so I could diagnose it and treat it. Um, that was super helpful, but yeah, I mean, that, that's what got me through it. And then I created dark 72, which is my three day challenge. I did it myself Mm. and I had this huge break where I had an spiritual experience that I am not my body. I'm not my mind. I'm not my emotions. I am the soul.
0: I love this. I'm like geeking out over here on this whole conversation. (laughs) I
1: I was crying, screaming to God, and then I had this huge shift moment. Where like I just broke through the ceiling and it was like I'm creating this. I could choose this. And I started laughing hysterically and <laughs> was high for the rest of the day, literally. Wow. Um And everything shifted from from that point. I'm um, manifesting like crazy. Oh my stuff. god. So I recognized that I was the author, yeah. and, and Not just it, it, intellectually knowing it, but recognize that I could choose it and. I gave myself that experience and that's why I created the course because it was so powerful for me. And then, like I said, people have gotten tattoos because of their shifts
0: from wow. the
1: challenge and it's fucking and wild. Do you still have this challenge? Dark72.com, yeah.
0: Cool. I'll I'll link it in the show notes it's as well. It's a challenge for sure. So I'll just do it if you're curious. Do it if you're ready. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. That's so powerful. Um, one of the things I talk about a lot is basically along the lines of what you said of choosing that's Mm -hmm. literally what empowerment is, is taking Mm -hmm. responsibility for your life and being at cause instead of being in effect Right is literally what empowerment is. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not always easy, but when we take responsibility and say, you know what, I'm creating this, I, I am choosing, I can choose what I desire. Uh, It's when, when, when we know that we have choice, that's power.
1: Well, it's, the relationship you have with your desires. This goes mm-hmm. in with money, this goes in with relationships. Uh, I experienced this again in my life recently where I wasn't fully being honest with myself about what I wanted. Mm. So of course there was glitches in the matrix of mm-hmm. things not coming through, whether it was financial or whatever. So how I'd get you, honest with myself.
0: Well, I was gonna say, how, how did you get super honest and clear with yourself? And how did you know that you weren't?
1: Cause I thought I was getting clear. I was like oh i got clarity now and then the pattern would come back up where i'd get confused so you just and, see uh, the pattern so i recognized the i recognized the pattern that i was like clarity confusion clarity confusion clarity mm. confusion and i was like okay well the clarity that i'm getting probably isn't fully true because mm-hmm. i keep going back to the other thing mm. and it, it takes a lot of courage to be honest with yourself and to look at yourself in this way not a lot of people are ready for it um But that's what's going to liberate you. That's what's going to free you. And what I found is that the owning my desire and speaking my desire was more fulfilling and has more fulfillment than the attainment of the desire.
0: Mm. I can relate to that. Just
1: saying, I want that. You know what? Uh Fuck it. I actually do want that that thing i do want that job i do want to move to that place i do want to to have that money in my bank i do want to be in a relationship with that person whatever it is for you and saying that is freeing almost more so than the attainment of it because then you then if you hold it from i want that and whatever is of my highest is gonna happen that's it that's where you're winning because if you go i want that and i need it and this is the only way well Mm -hmm. then you lock yourself in and you're attached and you're going to suffer more
0: so you can relate this to money, relationships, everything? Anything. But can do you, do you feel like one can really fully release all attachment? <laughs> I mean,
1: yes and no. And we're human. So it's going to yeah. come through. You can catch it. You can be like, oh, shit, I'm attached to that thing. Okay, let me and transmute it fast. But it's still going to come up. It's, it's human nature, I believe, just like any emotions. Can you transcend yeah. emotions? Well, no, you're inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, that's just my belief on it.
0: How, what are some things Could that? What are I, I, I want to go into this attachment conversation a little bit because I've recognized this in myself as well. And I appreciate you sharing your story because I can actually, I mean, I've, I, I'm relating in my own way over here, like uh, from heartbreak and feeling codependency and not even realizing it, and having to really, really look at my own patterns, like in relationship and with uh, in other areas and um something that i started delving into when i finally faced my shit like on a deeper level was attachment stuff as well i started like really trying to understand it and uh um shift into a more empowered way of being where i'm you know giving myself what i need and everything mm-hmm. so i would love for you to dive a little bit more into like attachment and healing your attachment or having a healthier, secure attachment in relationships and mm-hmm. in with your desires.
1: I can talk about it psychologically, but I think everybody here knows that because of Instagram quote cards. You know <laughs> what to do. You know what your style is if you don't scroll on Instagram for five seconds. Okay, cool. Yeah, There's attachment that. styles. <laughs> <laughs> um What's not talked about a lot is which is being talked about more at least in my bubble of my Instagram that I you know see is safety mm. if you have safety in your nervous system and a felt sensed experience of being safe within yourself or healing some uh, some relation to the past, you're able to free yourself to be secure and then have an option to choose. Y- Mm, I'm gonna blow your mind r- real quick. Uh, Go your ahead. Body, your body is your subconscious. Your subconscious is not a part of your brain. It's the body's sending signals to the brain, and the brain's interpreting it as stories, mm-hmm. or say if, if it catches it. So, your body had an experience that traumatized you. To heal it, you give your body an experience that's different. And you allow that safety to happen. So when you know the science of safety, if you want to research polyvagal theory, uh, there's a lot of my work now after healing from my near death and everything else. So I had anxiety and codependency and anxious attachment, like all the things. And I still have weeds of it that show up today. I'm not perfect, but I'm able to move through it very fast because of the, the tools that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you cut the mind chatter and you go, what am I feeling in my body right now? where's tense? How can I relax that? What can I do to shift through that? Um, and then again, knowing tools is really helpful and important. well. a lot of the work that I do with my clients. You're able to build, um, you're able to, to downregulate your own nervous system. So when it comes up, you catch it with self-awareness you're able to drop it down. Now, the potent thing to do, because that, that's more managing it. That's putting a bandaid on it. That's like, okay, when this comes up, this is what I do. What I like doing with clients is Clearing the trigger from happening in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a myriad of ways to do that through EFT, uh, breath work, um, plant medicines. I mean, so many different things, but having this overall sense of safety and developing that, I believe is my superpower. Yeah. Is building a safe space for people to be vulnerable, a safe space for people to do their work and process and heal. And to, that in and of itself has been the biggest thing for that's transformed. No matter what I do, whether it was group fitness, dark 72 shadow work or true love accelerator or breakup recovery, any of my courses, they're all a little different. There's the single thread is that it's a safe space and they create safety in their body. Cause then how you move your body is how you move through life. If you have a pinch in your shoulder you can only, you only have this one method of operation. You can't go up here because your shoulder won't allow it. Well, that will same thing will then compartmentalize in your brain. Something happens, this is, you can't go higher. You unlock the body or unlock your diaphragm, get the shit out of your hips. Like <laughs> <laughs> you do body work. You free your mind to have new experiences because you're moving different. Your body is how you experience life, yeah. not your mind. And so if you want a new experience, you change how you experience and you put yourself in containers that give you the opportunity to have a new experience. Yeah. And it's all this interconnected woven in peace. But to answer your question on attachment.
0: (laughs) I love how you just bring it back after going on a whole tangent, which was amazing.
1: (laughs) Attachment uh, is saying that I'm not enough. I'm not okay. I'm in danger and I need this thing so that I can feel safe. Mm. Take the mindset out of it, that's what your body is saying. I'm not safe, let me get this thing, then I'll be safe. Well, create safety now, even without the thing. Maybe the thing is important. You know, Maybe the thing is actual money in your bank account so you're not living on the street. Cool, that's, all, and that's important. And how can you create some safety now in the present moment because um, then all the overthinking, all the fears, all the anxiety goes away, um, and you recognize that you can't ever really lose anything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Do like sleeping on the streets because I have been homeless, uh, being broke and in debt and heartbroken, and all the things that I, that I've been through. It's kind of like I got nothing to lose. What's the fucking <laughs> worst that can happen? Like I've been through those things and go through them again. Uh, the willingness to go through them again. Yeah, puts me on top because I'm willing to risk. Um It's yeah, almost it's like not that acceptance. I want to choose it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not that I want to choose it, but I'm like I'm willing to go all in. And if that happens, so be it. But I'm willing to go all in on this. I'm betting on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm betting on love. I'm betting on my desires. I'm betting on God's flowing through me. And if I was wrong, so be it. Yeah, that's. A conversation for another time on your on your relationship with the divine and your relationship with your intuition which Mm. only happens when you're regulated in your nervous system safe in your body
0: yeah that's a really great way of explaining the attachment thing of the safety and um there are like you said many ways to create that safety like how you provide that safety in your containers. I know for me, um, being around my soul family and the people in my life now have created, I've, we've co-created a safe container for all of us to just be ourselves. And I mean, I feel like I've experienced more growth in the last year than <laughs> my entire life because of that. And of course I create that for myself or I've learned to create that for myself as well and continue to um and you said something like of uh, what am i feeling right now like bringing it to your body i had a really big um shift for me when i was i was having like a huge breakdown and i was crying and like wailing and just really upset and i remember in that moment I started going into stories and blaming outside circumstances. Oh, I'm upset because this happened or this person did this or said this. Mm. And I remember stopping myself in that moment. I don't know what came over me. And I said, no, Stephanie, you're feeling hurt, period. That's it. This is it. That's it. it. There doesn't need to be any story. There doesn't need to be any reason or you don't need to go into the why, but this is what I'm feeling right now. And what I need right now is to fucking cry.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. I'd, Period. I'd love to, to expand on that for the audience. Yeah. Um, answer this prompt. In my body, I sense and I feel. So example, I'm going to do it for myself. In my body, I sense this knot in my stomach. It's probably because I'm hungry. <laughs> Warmth in my hands. Uh, there's a tension my left trap kind of goes into my mid back Um, and I feel very open so the sensation is a sensation I I sense is a sensation it's Mm -hmm. not an emotion that's not we we don't pay attention to that usually pay attention to the sensations the subtleties Mm -hmm. and then I feel emotion and then you can ask well what do I need right now. Mm-hmm. And how can I give that myself that thing? So for you, it was, I need to cry.
0: Cool. Cry. Yeah.
1: We just, we just usually judge it. No, I shouldn't. Yeah. Or whatever. What do I need to do right now? And just shamelessly own it.
0: Yeah. It. It, that, that was one of the biggest breakthroughs I had. Mm. Cause I realized that in doing that, that is like the epitome of self-love like giving myself what I need even when I'm not feeling happy and cheery or whatever. Yeah. And for a long time, um, like many other people, I didn't ignore it, but I would judge it or I would, you know, wonder why. Mm -hmm. And I feel like why is not the best question to ask. Yep. Never. You know, no. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's not, I would, I would, The biggest thing that I could give somebody who's attached, recognizing you're attached, it's not necessarily detached that should be your goal. It's come to a neutral point.
0: Secure attachment.
1: I desire that, but it's okay if it doesn't happen too. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also something that I do every once in a while if I notice I'm really attached. Um, Marcus Aurelius did it where you pan out, like you future pace the absolute worst case scenario happening. So say it's um, a relationship that you're attached to. See, or a person, see it pan out the worst way. Well, it's the absolute worst thing they could do is it betray you and then drag your you know, name through the mud publicly and X, Y, Z, and then this person leaves, then this. You see how ridiculous it is.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And you're also prepared for it. You grieve it, you process it as if it happened. On the other, it takes maybe for me a day, and then on the other side of it, I'm like, oh, you you take away its power, and then you're able to approach it more neutral. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool, if that happens, I'm ready, but it's probably not because that's kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, but, but
0: even if it does, I'll be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And this happened with with everybody listening in business too. You're struggling to make it. Showing to get off the ground with your business. What's the worst thing that happens? Well, then you, know, you left your job to start your coaching business. Now your coaching business isn't mm. working. And then now you try to launch the course. Nobody's absolutely no interest and nobody signs up. Cool. Now Uncle Deb ha- has money to give you. So you take some money from her. Now you're in debt. Um, and then that continues another month and you have another failed course. But then you invested in this coach and that didn't pan through. And now they're threatening to see you worst case scenario right (laughs) um so now you're in debt all these people owe you money and you're being sued and you don't have money to pay rent so you got to go back home and live with your parents or live with a friend cool then what
0: yeah i and then
1: what and then what and then what you're gonna get out of it it'll be okay
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I, that's, uh, something I've brought clients through as well of like, Mm -hmm. what's the worst, what are you afraid would happen? And what if that happens? And what if that doesn't, and and, and just going to the end? Yeah. And that's something that helped me when I was leaving my jobs. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had two part-time jobs. I was bartending and teaching fitness classes, like, you know, how you were when I was growing my coaching business and still taking the leap of being on my own was really scary yeah. But at the same time, I was like, well, what the fuck is the worst that can happen? I quit my jobs. This doesn't work out. And I get a new freaking side gig. Like I've always had an easy time doing that. So that it that actually really helped me at that point in my life, make that leap and say, you know what? I'm going to be fine. And if I'm not, I'll figure it out. And if I, I'm not going to go homeless, I have plenty of friends and family that would take me in and, you know, whatever. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, and what, being nomadic for me taught me a lot about detachment from the third, the third dimension, like things and stuff and where mm-hmm. I lived and what people thought of me. It really helped give me a new experience of I don't need much to live and all these things are luxuries. We, we don't need them to be enough. We don't need them to have status. and that really matters. And I think the graveyard thing really put that perspective for me so mm-hmm. you know if you're in a good space or maybe you're in a little bit of a rocky place again not if you're in a really low low i would not recommend it um but go to a graveyard for a little bit and walk around no mm-hmm. phone no music just connect it snaps you back to reality it gives you an experience of i'm gonna die this all ends holy fuck! well yeah. the thing that i'm in doesn't matter the thing that i'm worried about and stressed about doesn't matter and what does, and it reminds you of the things that actually do matter. And for me and every one of my clients that have gone through it, it really is a huge wake up. Cause of in what? our society, we kind of have your soul, like mm-hmm. you free yourself to be yourself. Cause you're, you're like, I'm not going to deal with this shit anymore. It, it gets to be easy. It doesn't have to be this huge five month long process to transformation. Yeah. It can literally happen in an instant if you choose it. Um, and then obviously, the for me, it took a while to integrate because mm-hmm. of the biological stuff that I was dealing with. So you want to have the perspective shift and then change your physiology as soon as possible. And I'm not just talking Tony Robbins, move your body differently. I'm talking, oh, you have this thing in your neck. Get that addressed. You have gut problems. Heal that. Like go to the body um, is how you integrate the new experience or the new perspective that your mind has. So it doesn't slip back into the old pattern. because yeah. You have a new perspective in your head, but a pattern in your body, your body's going to win.
0: So can you give some examples of that? Like um, when you have a new breakthrough or perspective shift, how you would shift that in your body? Are there some yes. things that.
1: So let's do relationships. Okay. Somebody's codependent or, um, you know, toxic relationships, whatever, whatever you get a hit of adrenaline you think it's dopamine or it is dopamine but you think it's it's love and you think it's uh affection when it's really danger you have an addiction to danger you know it your body knows it but you you then mask it as love and an affection so when that happens be aware of it number one number two when it's happening what sensations are happening in my body and can i shift through that it's gonna be hard because it's gonna be highly pleasurable but the inverse could be said if it's like you shut down and you stop breathing and you get locked up and anxious what's happening in your body and give your body a new experience after you have the shift of oh i'm this is my trauma response or oh this is not what i want to choose anymore you recognize the pattern what's happening in the body very quickly you you simply it's not just breathe because that's not yeah. the answer sometimes it's oh wow i'm not i'm not breathing okay cool let me relax not <gasps> You don't want to gasp and control your breath, but Mm -hmm. how could you relax and breathe naturally or um, shift the awareness into your body is all that I got to say. What's tense, Mm -hmm. relax it. And it'll be hard in the beginning, but with time and practice, it really gets, that's ninja shit. You
0: know,
1: you get triggered, you're able to transmute it really fast and has nothing to do with your mindset. It has everything to do with your body. Oh, wow, I'm feeling like this weird, Thing moving through my body, what's happening? You maybe you need to express it. Maybe there's a truth. Mm-hmm. So no amount of you know, um trying to transmute its isn't gonna work. You need to speak the truth, or you need yeah. to leave the relationship, or you need to start the business. Like sometimes that's what's being asked. Sometimes yeah. it's inappropriate trauma responses that something from the past has nothing to do with now. You don't want to choose it. You you create that sense of safety.
0: Yeah, and it really comes to self awareness mm-hmm. and uh, for for me, I'm just thinking of my own experiences uh, I, I can relate with speaking your truth like a lot of times. I've noticed that um in the past, like I would refrain from saying things that I really wanted to say or that would support me and make in in feeling safe mm-hmm. to communicate and um, yeah, I just got the hit, like the intuition a couple times in the process of changing certain patterns that, oh, I need to say this, like, oh, I need to express this. Um, Because I I know I'm not the only one who, like, for me, I would be scared that what I say or express would, oh, I don't want them to feel like this, or I don't want this to upset them. Mm -hmm. And so I was in turn protecting other people from me, and it really created a lot of shit inside of me that was not serving me. So I'm really big in self-expression, as you probably know. Like, that's one of the reasons because I've stifled my expression for so long. And um, mm-hmm. a- along with the relaxing your body, expressing yourself is freeing yours is yep. liberating yourself, literally. Yeah.
1: Yep. yep.
0: In business and relationships.
1: Be, yeah. Yeah. Creating safety in your body then allows you to express because then you're not threatened.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah.
1: There's not a, a perceived feeling of threat with expressing. So if you have a trouble expressing safety first, <laughs> then express, uh, you're more likely to do it.
0: That's a really... Uh, uh...
1: Yeah. Because we can't be creative if you're stressed you cannot be creative it's not accessible to your nervous system if you're running a trauma response (laughs) so to regulate your nervous system real true expression comes out and um so uh, some ninja shit on expression would be to (laughs) oh shit i need to express this yep let me as much as i can before expressing it make myself feel safe right now and then express it there's you know your heart's probably still gonna race and everything because you have an experience of oh i've expressed my truth in the past and then i got you know judged for it or or Mm -hmm. whatever happened and got hurt because of it you get to give yourself a new experience and maybe it's the same experience but your perspective and how you handle it changes
0: yeah experience yeah totally Mm -hmm. so um you're big into the heart, mind, coherence stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit? I know you got your stethoscope. I want you to plug that shit too. I do. <laughs> I, do. Uh,
1: I still need yeah, to get I, me one. Yeah, dude. I med- meditate to the sound of my own heartbeat with this
0: Which I think is so cool.
1: Heartgang.com. Get yourself one. Uh, but yeah, three minutes of that builds heart, brain coherence. and what, That's a fancy term for nervous system regulation. It calms mm-hmm. you down, drops you to, to be present. If you have trouble just it's three minutes a, just three minutes and that's scientifically studied by the heart math institute wow um if you have trouble meditating um or keeping up a consistent meditation schedule three minutes boom i think it was alan watts that said uh something along the lines of like the, the point of meditation is to remember the present moment is everything that we all that we need and mm. all we have the point of meditation is to return to the present moment so if you're doing it for anything else there's it's not necessarily a meditation in his eyes um I'm big on presence and being present, so it drops you in quick. I use it to help if I've have life changing decisions and I'm having a really hard time. Literally, listen to your heart. What one feels different, you can hear it and go. Which is of one, which heartbeat is like more um, regulated, rhythmic? If the ones that are stimulated, your heart's beating really fast. Probably not the one you want to do. If your body's tensing, probably not the one you want to do. Um, the one that's more freeing, even though there might be some fear there. Oh yeah, I got to do that. Right. So I use it for that. I use it for emotional processing. If I have some, maybe I need to cry and I can't bring it up for whatever reason, I listen to my heartbeat. I just remember the tenderness of life and I drop into my inner child like that.
0: Wow. Um,
1: And so it's, it's powerful for that as well. I mean, you could use it for so many, so many ways you could use it. Um, You could do deeper meditations with them. Right. But yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. So you use it for meditation. You also, were you saying like you kind of ask questions and you hear what your heartbeat sounds like in that? For dro- dropping into my intuition and understanding my body, my intuition better. Nice. Yeah. And also, I mean, our heart is like our, a portal. It's like literally the seed that we planted in our mother's womb is our heart is the first thing that yeah. beat.
1: Yeah, um, before you
0: get a brain. Yeah, before anything. <laughs> so it's it's like a our seed that grows into our whole body. <laughs> like our, you know, to to hold our consciousness. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so cool to think about. And our heart has a little brain.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: A little the heart brain. It does.
1: Heartmath.org uh, does a lot of studies on this, so I would recommend you'll go check them out for more study on it
0: sweet sweet and your stethoscope is at heartgang.com yep okay cool i'll share that in the show notes too um i'm going to get myself one and i w- yeah i'm really excited cuz i think that's just such a cool idea and so mm-hmm. unique like to listen to your own freaking heart and like that it helps us connect to ourselves And like i can see how transformative just that alone w- is mm-hmm. Just listening to your heart and being able to hear it and feeling that deeply connected to yourself, it, it probably snaps you right, you know, back into alignment.
1: It does. It does. And especially for business alignment is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking your truth, aligning to your entrepreneurial type and what you're supposed to be doing in business, um, aligning to your mission. If you're out of alignment in your thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, results, any of it, you're going to have dissonance in, in the in the results coming through or sustaining the results so dropping into presence and alignment safety all of those things frees you to do the work that you want to do in your business
0: nice and then I mean,
1: and in your relationships like you know we've been talking about love so much on this podcast but i really want to say like you want to amplify your business get into the right relationship
0: mm-hmm. I and mean, that really the most important relationship is the one with yourself
1: Right. And an intimate <laughs> yeah. relationship, the yeah. right partner supporting yeah. you and calling you on your shit and mm-hmm. helping you elevate is the spiritual dojo of enlightenment. So I agree. If you want to get master the shit and really take off in terms of business, get your love life together
0: too. <laughs> I agree. I, I feel like the most transformative and expansive um, way to grow as individuals is through relationships. For sure. I mean, they really test you, stretch you, uh, expand you, and teach you a lot about yourself if you're willing to go there.
1: Mm-hmm. They do. And and especially your journey as an entrepreneur is definitely is an initiation.
0: Oh, so yeah. For that's sure. another one, too. Yeah. I mean, the entrepreneurial journey is a spiritual journey in and of itself. And this is all related, literally. It's yeah. all interconnected. Yeah. So... Well, thank you so much, Kevin. This has been amazing. I feel like we dove into so many different things and We did. You dropped some real gold. I was like taking notes over here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there was something you said earlier that I'm like, ooh, that was that was that was like an activation code right there. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing your magic and everything and for everything that you're doing. Um, where can people find you and connect with you? The Anything Heart else? Guy on
1: Instagram, heartguy.com. Check it out there. I will, I do want to, another shameless plug. I've been plugging all the things. But, do it. Um, True Love Accelerator is my three month course all on aligning to unconditional love and that's for yourself that's in relationships and if all we've known is conditional love all we've known is toxic relationships um this is the opportunity to heal the past so that you give yourself a new experience and to really fall in love with all of you all the time and and embody that that's owning your desires that's owning your self-worth you'll be making more money walking more confident living more free and that will magnetize the right person to you. And, or if you're in a relationship already, it'll call forth the right person uh, from them. And I've seen so many relationships saved because of this course and it's just dissipated with it's, it's some deep work. And so if you really want a a deeper dive with me, um, heart, get heartguy.com, click on courses, click on true love accelerator. Uh, that's the way to go.
0: Cool. Awesome. And is that something that you do live with people?
1: Yes. So we got cool. a group starting, uh, I don't know when this podcast is going to be launched, but we got a group starting on the 29th okay. of November. Um, and yeah, it's a three month long journey with myself and two other amazing coaches, um,
0: that nice. we get all
1: the, all the what to do on how to heal. And we have so many different modalities that it's almost impossible not to have a shift because yeah. we're approaching it psychologically, physiologically. We're doing so many different, uh, like I said, modalities and touching so many different topics that you're put in this mirror room where you see yourself and are given the tools to heal yourself. But it's Beautiful. up to you to walk that path if it's in resonance.
0: So awesome. All right. Well, I'll share that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'll share all the things. For those of you listening, make sure you check out the show notes so you know where to connect with Kevin and check out all the things he's got going on, pick up one of his stethoscopes, all the things. <laughs> Oh man, this is so good. Thank you so much, Kevin. I love you. I appreciate you. And this has been freaking amazing.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.